When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills, too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Yes, yes. How you doing, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 148 for September 1st, 2021. I'm Steve Witchell coming to you from Mobile, Alabama. I'm Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. Did you back up? You did. You backed up your camera. I changed. I got closer. It looks good. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't like it the other way. Okay. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, we missed last week because... Uh, you were uh, you had a work thing, yeah, right. And boy, a lot has happened since we've done our last episode. Oh two weeks boy, ago. yeah, tons boy. of stuff. I mean, I, I I must have before I was born, Tony, requested that I have a life that's not dull. That would probably be a good thing to have, Steve. You don't want to be bored. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if I wanted it to be like this, but nonstop excitement, nonstop. Um, what's up, everybody? If you want to uh, comment, let us know where you're from and uh, say hi. See a bunch of people here watching. And it's always nice to hear where in the world you are listening and or watching. And if you're just listening to the podcast, come join the video podcast um, on the Facebook Cover Band Central page or in the Facebook Cover Band Central group or on the Facebook YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. There's a link in the description here. Please subscribe, everybody, so you know when we're going live. Subscribe to go live. Yeah. So I guess we should start explaining things. Yeah. We? What's all? Uh, tell us about some of your excitement, Steve. What's going on? Well, first we got to say hi to Groat Gro- or Grody, Grody Nikki in Des Moines, Iowa. Wishing all Nola friends well in New Orleans. Well, so okay. First off, I had COVID in mid to late July. Yeah. And then end of July, I went into the hospital. For a week, and I had pneumonia and blood clots in my lungs, and then uh, been on oxygen since I was released from the hospital, which I still am on because I can't breathe properly. Hence the headgear. Um, hence the headgear. Mary's here for the first time. Welcome, Mary. She's in Boston. Hi, Mary. Uh, um, and then 
uh, we had a little little storm come through uh, New Orleans uh, a few days ago. Yeah. When was it? Saturday? Yeah. And today is Wednesday. My thing is uneven. I got to fix that. Okay. Um, Brian's in West Virginia. And yeah, it looks like yeah. Ida went from, from here to there. That's You're exactly getting Ida today. It's here, it's here now. There's like crazy tonight. like tornadoes going on and stuff. Yeah. Up by you. Crazy um, weather. Okay, a lot of people commenting here, so I got to say hi to everybody. Gina is in Missouri. What's up, Gina? What's up, What's up Gina? Long hauler, huh? Uh, Gro- I want to say Gro- is it Grote or Grote? Grote. Long haul COVID. Yeah, I don't know if I'm long haul COVID, but I still have pneumonia, so I can't breathe properly. Rick is in San Diego. What's up, Rick? Valerie. Valerie is here from Arizona. Valerie Lou. AZ. She said she's sorry to hear about my illness. Um, and, and he says, Groat. There we go. We figured it out. Or he let us know. Yes. And so, yeah, Hurricane uh, Ida came through. And last week, it was crazy, dude. I, I mean, I don't know if I've even talked to you since then, have I? I think I did. No, but I've seen on the news, I mean, d- devastation, like really bad. Yeah, but I'll recap the whole Terrible. thing. Uh, <clears throat> Wednesday, I heard on the news that there were, this is last Wednesday, a week ago today, I heard on the news that there's a system forming that could possibly turn into a hurricane and could come up to the, to the Gulf. Then Thursday, it was like, yep, it's going to be a hurricane. It's coming up the Gulf and it's going to hit southern Louisiana. And I was like, I cannot afford to lose electricity because I have this uh, thing. It's a concentrator, it's called, for my oxygen. It doesn't have a tank but requires electricity. And I have tanks too, but the tanks are you know, short-lived. They only last like two hours each. And I only okay. had, I had, I had four initially, but I had, you know, whatever. I mean, they go quickly. Um, so I called Thursday, I called and, and got another tank that came on Friday. Um, so I had three full tanks um, but Thursday I was like, yeah, I got to get out of town. I'm going to have to leave because I can't take this chance. Anytime there, any hurricane has come through New Orleans that I've been there, um, we lost power. Right. Um, so I, I'm like, we're definitely going to lose power. So I was like, I got to, I got to evacuate. <clears throat> so I figured mobile. Cause I was like, generally you don't want to go on the East side of a hurricane, but Mobile's closer to where my brother lives in Florida. Okay. I'm familiar with the city because I my mom used to live here, my brother used to live here, and I yep. used to live yeah. here a little bit too. And I know some people here too, so I figured, okay, that's better. My other option was going west, and I'd have to go to Texas. And, Head west, young man, to Texas. Yeah, and that would be a further drive, and I was like, no, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. So I booked the, hotel. the Alamo, though, maybe. Well, the Alamo is uh, uh, San Antonio. It's deep in the heart of Texas. Where where's the Alamo? What's what city? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Brian Berger's here. Brian Berger. What's up? Does anybody know where the Alamo is? I know Brian. Chime it in. Um, <clears throat> so I so I decided anyway, Texas would have been a further drive. So I oh, San Antonio, see I was right. Brian confirmed that. San Excellent. Antonio. Um geography lesson. Yes. So I uh so I booked a hotel for I figured till Wednesday, which is today, 
um, would be enough time. I didn't realize how bad the storm was going to be. I mean, it decimated the city. There was no power anywhere in the city. I think they today in New Orleans East, they got some power on, but New Orleans East is not really part of the city. It's about 20 miles east of of the actual city of New Orleans. Okay. Um, so where I live and, and the entire French Quarter and everything has zero electricity. And I know they were sending down trucks from up here, up north. They were sending guys south, emergency crews, to help. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was on the news. Guy uh, rallied the troops. I think it was 16 trucks going down or something. Wow. Okay, good. Because, I mean, it, I don't know. Have you seen the, the news and the, the yeah. pictures? Uh, and uh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Oof. That's why I was wondering if your apartment was underwater or not. I don't know. I don't know. It's they've only been covering certain areas on the news, and I've talked to a couple people from kind of around where I live, and they say it's not bad, but okay. nobody from like where I live. Um, so I'm not going to know until I go back. Ah, hmm. what, what kind of damage there is? I don't feel too worried because of my location. I think it's. Uh, I think I was in pretty good shape, but you know who knows with the wind and stuff. I mean. Stuff could have crashed through the the, the uh, sliding yeah, glass they, doors. Yeah, they showed buildings knocked down, roofs ripped off things, and Bourbon Street was all banged up. Yeah, it's and some of it's still underwater. Yeah. Um, uh, Judy's in Florida. Hi, Judy. She recently got over COVID, and she had a, only a mild case. She gets, hope I get her over it soon. I do too, man. Because I wish like I actually like I'm very fortunate, dude. Like that I'm not that I left for one, because it's fucking hot down here. It's, I mean, it's in the nineties, but it feels like one Oh one, one Oh two. And it's super humid. And the people that didn't evacuate, they have no electricity. So have no air conditioning. They running out of water, running out of food. There's yeah, no gas. Yeah. No yeah, gas no, stations yeah. have gas. It's, and it's miserable there right now. And there's no, like, if you got no gas, you can't even evacuate now. You can't, like, what are you going to so, do? In Mobile, how was the room situation? Was there a room shortage? Did you, you know, you had a Marriott or you had like a Stardust hourly? I'm, I'm at, I'm, I went in between. I, I'm at a, a Hampton Inn. I figure okay, if I'm yeah. going to be staying in a, in a hotel for a few days, I want it to be at least kind of nice. And yeah. I wanted to make sure there's a refrigerator and a microwave so I could. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I had to bring all my perishables from my my apartment. Sure, sure yeah. Um, So I loaded up. I have a big one of those big coolers. I loaded that up and I have a smaller cooler. I loaded that up. I pretty much got all my perishables out. The wisdom's so, paying off, Steve. You, you did all the right stuff, man. You, you yeah. A plus. A plus. Yeah. Um, Daly's here. What's up, Daly? Daly called me, FaceTime me when I was in the hospital. It was nice to see him. What do you think of my beard now, Daly? He was t- saying I need to get it, uh, get the, like just for men, get it, uh, all colored the same. I think you need to grow like a system of a down unicorn beard. This is as much as I, I start, I stopped shaving when I got COVID. So I haven't shaved at all for a month and a half. And this is all I got. That's it. That's it. So I have to grow for like a year we'll, to get we'll, that. Yeah, we'll check back like episode 240-ish, you know, and we'll see where you're at. If you can go that long without shaving. I don't know. I think by then you'd be close to having 
or at least a Captain Lou Albano one that you could put like a rubber band in, you know, <laughs> something like that. I'm interested to see what. See, you I've been thinking. I really don't like having all this hair on my face. I, I don't like it. I, I want to shave it. Well, that's why you shave it all, but except I, just the unicorn coming out the bottom. You know, you could. That's still episode. You'd be, like episode said, you'd, you'd, be, right. you'd be like this, like episode 15. The beard rocks. Brian says the beard, the beard rocks. So. There you go. I don't have my sound effect things with me here. That's so. okay. I'll take care of it for you. Yeah, it's good. Um, I don't know what that was. That was the crowd. Daly says it, it's not bad. He said he still goes with the color. Um, but yeah, you know me, what? me too. I I just don't even care right now. I'm letting it grow on my cheeks. It's care. going everywhere, man. It's grown it's, wild. It's, it's, a, it's out of control. It's, it's a, AC out of control. Yes, it's it's something that signifies this period of my life. <laughs> it would be well this crazy period of my life. Facebook it, yeah. user says, "Stay strong." They're a long yeah. hauler too. We'll make yeah. it. Um, if you're in the Facebook group, make sure you click on the link that lets Streamyard show your name. That's why it says Facebook user. And Daily said, right. "Well and safe." I am too. Again, I was saying, like, I'm fortunate that I followed my intuition and just said, like, right away as soon as I heard there's a storm, I was like, I, I'm going to have to get out of town. And um, oh yeah, and I'm in a place where I'm comfortable. There's there's uh, electricity, there's air conditioning, I have a refrigerator, I have food, uh, you know, water. I, I have all these things that people are, you know, take it take for granted usually, and in New Orleans don't have at, um, right now. So I feel fortunate. Um, yeah, it's yeah, bad, man. Yeah, they were showing John Schneider, you know, Dukes of Hazard, Bo Duke, and he had the uh, the Dukes of Hazard Museum, and it got all blown up from the hurricane. The General Lee was like, uh, you know, on his roof of his of his barn. No, uh, that's like, like tossed around like tragedy, dude. Terrible. Where was he? Louisiana. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know where, but they just showed a picture, and it was real. He was saying like. I think he was starting to go fund me or something saying like, I need help. Like I, I, lo- I lost everything. Uh, speaking of GoFundMe, I did, um, the people in, in the government central group started one for me when I was in the hospital with COVID. Yeah. Um, I, and with the hurricane stuff, I still need the help. So I did put the link in the description. If anybody wants to throw in a buck or two. Um, and like Tina said, the attitude of gratitude again. Yeah. I feel lucky um, for the people that did contribute to the GoFundMe. And I feel lucky for where I am right now, but it's very uncertain, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know how long to stay here. I'm booked right now until Saturday, but I'm thinking I'm going to have to extend it longer because they're saying three, three weeks or more. Well, can't you call like your, the building manager of your complex and get an update? Like where we're at, what's going on? Do I have power? When can I, you know, they send, no, they send text alerts um okay and they're very good about it so as soon as any news comes they're gonna i'll get a text message but since the storm i haven't heard anything and i mean they're in the same boat they have no power right right you know but they don't have any update test to when you might be getting power back or have they been texting you like every day telling you something or other um i would imagine as soon as there's news um Groat, is there a Venmo? Yeah, it's my name at Venmo, um, and I'll put my name up. Hang on. 
so you know how to spell it. Steve the Great Witch, Steve Witchell. Hey, Steve Witchell. Uh, no spaces, just Steve Witchell. S e e v e w i t s c h e l at Venmo. That's my Venmo. So thank you, Groot. Appreciate you. When you're craving Church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. And that's why we call it a classic. Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. For a second. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Rebecca. She says she's from Homa, Louisiana. They have no running water. Electricity and supplies are sacrificed. Thank you, everyone, so much. Everybody, everything is much appreciated. Yeah. Um, Poma got rocked, man. Poma just – Poma is southwest of of New Orleans. And so it was closer to the Gulf. Yeah. And yeah. just got hit, like, decimated. Poma, uh, Laplace, which is a little bit more north. Um, yeah. Um, so I feel for you, Rebecca. I, I spent a lot of time in Homa um, playing, um, and I couldn't even name any of the places, but I played a bunch of bars there many years ago. Um, so I feel for you. I don't know who you are, Facebook user, um, but what's up to you and blessings as well. So even though you played a lot of gigs there, you never lived there, so it was never your Homa. Um, you know what, dude? I'm going to have to. Put on my headphones because I'm having trouble hearing you. And I didn't want to wear wear headphones. Terrible thing wearing headphones, man. Like going to the moon. Like a lunar mission. Because usually I have the, the in-ears. Lift off, Steve. Hey, can you, Georgie, can you get Steve some earbuds? Thanks. He's going to try to ship you some earbuds, dude. Usually I have the in-ears, but I didn't bring those with me. So. It's all right. So I got yeah, Overnight, Georgie. Overnight. But I did yeah. bring headphones. So this way I can hear you better. There you go. I said, even though you played a lot of gigs there, you never lived there. So you couldn't call it your Homa. Right. Uh, Rebecca is correcting herself. She said, sorry, she meant to stay scarce. Yeah, everything is scarce. There's no gas, no running water, no hot water. So you can't take a shower. I mean, you can. You just have to take a cold shower. Um. Um, yeah, actually, um, there's a bunch of, of relief causes out there. Uh, Rich asked if Carbon Central is donating to any of them. Um, that's a great idea, Rich. And I'd have to find one that really goes directly to the people. So, um, I'll, I'll, once I find which one really goes, cause I don't want to do Red Cross or any of that. Cause that goes through a bunch of red tape and stuff. Just water so. down something that goes directly to the people. So as soon as I find one that's good, I'll announce it on the, on the page. But that's yes. a good idea, Rich. Um, if we can get uh, some relief to them too. Uh, you know, I'm willing to throw some, if people put money in my Venmo or, or GoFundMe and stuff, I'm willing to throw some money in there as well. Or the PayPal, PayPal.me, I put the link for that there too. That's the Cover Band Central tip jar. That's it, man. Money in, money out. Keep the gratitude rolling. Keep the circulation of wealth going. Yeah. Yeah. Share it. Spread it. Yeah. Rich said, please let me know. He'd like to help everyone. Um, man, I, I mean, I lived in Jersey in 2005 when Katrina hit. And I remember how much that just affected me 
just seeing all those images on TV. Yeah. And, and I put together a benefit. Um, it was in October that year um, at the fireside. And I don't think I knew you yet. I mean, I must have known you then, 2005. Right? Um, yeah, because that's around. Well, when did I start playing with you? I don't know. Somewhere around that. Maybe I didn't know you. I don't think I knew you then. I don't think you played with us till like 2008 or 2009. No, it wasn't that late. Yeah, I think it was. No, no, it wasn't that late because I moved here in 2010. It was before the Jared tour that I played with you. So it was like 2006, maybe. Yeah, so it might have been right before you and I hooked up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because if I had known you at that point, I would have invited you. But sure. we put together this benefit and every band, because I was playing with a bunch of bands at the time and invited every band. Um, and it was like Cashmere, you know, the Zeppelin tribute band. I yep, was playing yep. with Sugar Belly, which, which was with uh, Steve Brown. Yeah. And I was playing with Mad Rabbit um, and uh, Love Hijackers, which was this guy, Mark Burns. I was, I was playing every Thursday night. So we, me and Scott, the guy uh, who has passed away since, who was running Scott Ryder, Scott Ryder, yeah, yeah, um, was running. He used, to play, he used to play in Brass Monkey. The uh, they were like a Beastie Boys tribute band. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, I, I had known Scott for uh, since uh, we were kind of kids, like teenagers. He repl- he replaced me in the first band I was ever in when I left. He was my, uh, he was the next guy. Cool. So, so I knew Scott for a yeah, while. Yeah, and he ended up buying the fireside, ironically. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 uh, I went, as soon as I saw the, the effects of Katrina, I went to Scott and I said, we got, can we do something? Can, you know, can we raise some money here? Like put together a benefit? He said, absolutely. He said, you get people to do it. He said, I'll get some prizes. We can run like little contests and yeah. And, and it, it was really successful. We, we packed the place and uh, raised a bunch of money and it went right to uh, one of the charities. And, and I think it was the Red Cross, but Red Cross is like, I'm sure it's helpful, but it's, you want to get that money directly into people's hands, like as soon as possible in yeah. this, in this case, you know, where it's like people need water today, you know, people need gasoline today. So we need to find something that's going to get people money today. Yep. Or at least quickly anyway. But that was very gratifying doing that. So hopefully we can do some, when, when things get back online, hopefully we can do something here too, like band wise. Maybe I could put something together here too. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Now, see, now Rich has got my wheels turning. Yeah. Now we could do, I could do a live show and do it through CBC and do it as a New Orleans relief show and sell tickets to that online yes, correct. on Facebook. And this audience is so big. It's, you know, 320,000 people now. Yep. Um, we could, that's, oh, that's the way to go. We could, could do a live serious, show. Serious money. Yeah. So I'll look into that. So it'll be, it won't be until obviously everything gets back online and we get to get back out there playing. But boy, it's going to be a little while. I mean, it's going to be, they're saying three weeks or more before power is restored. But power being restored doesn't mean we're getting right back out and working. No, and not only that, but, you know, that means that you'll have to be staying where you're at for another two or three weeks. 
Me? Potentially, yeah. Right from right now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you'll have to go back to no power. Or come up with a different plan. I've had people offer. <laughs> yeah, this is true, yeah. We're I've had people. Yeah, I've, I've had people offer, you know, if you need a place to stay, you can come here. I just feel a little bit like a burden because I have this oxygen thing that I need to, uh, you know, stay hooked up to. Um, so I, I don't, I don't like being a burden for anybody. I don't, you know, it's just kind of me. The, and the hotel room is kind of perfect because it's not that big. I can get everywhere with this thing on. Yeah. It's, it's like everything you need in a condensed spot. You know, you got your bathroom, you got your bed, you got your refrigerator and TV and you got power. Get your power, everything in a little condensed spot. So that's kind of, I, I like hotel rooms. I used to love being on tour and staying in a hotel rooms. Um, yeah, it's a unique what? experience to do that. You know, you wake up and you go down to breakfast and whatever, you know, you come back to the room. And like I said, if you're in different cities and different places, you'll see, you know, different accommodations. Some are real sweet and uh, plush and some are a little left of, you know, something to be desired there, but some a little stanky. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But when you can stay in a nice place, it's it's cool. Yes. So uh so what's been going on with you? So yeah, I mean storms coming up now. Uh we're getting rain. We had rain all day today. It's supposed to get real heavy overnight. Like I think they said between 6 and 10 inches of rain potentially. Mm. Uh all kinds of crazy pop-up storms. Uh lifeguard was actually killed in uh seaside park yesterday struck by lightning oh no uh or over the weekend yeah if it was on, it's been on the news a couple of days but yeah i mean for some reason they have aluminum chairs that the lifeguards sit in at the seaside so he was you know they they i guess they initiated the the warning for lightning and then they, there was like 20 lightning strikes and poor kid was you know hit by lightning and killed why the hell would they have aluminum chairs? I, I can only think because if you ever see them drag them off the dune, like at the end of the day, they knock them down and drag them to the back. They're yeah. big, heavy wooden structures, you know, hundreds right. and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. So the only thing I can imagine is they switched them to aluminum to make them lighter weight so that they, they could move, you know, uh, jockey them around easier. Uh, I don't know if I like that trade off. Well, no. Move it around uh, easier, but you might get struck by lightning. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Um, but no, but it's been busy, dude. Been gigging. Uh, I'm gigging again this weekend uh, on Sunday. So it's been it's been busy time. Like I said, we rehearse twice a month, which is great. We learn all kinds of new material. Um, so yeah, and then I got my my uh, a buddy of mine wrote an original piece of music like ten years ago, and he just resurrected it. So now that I have this studio up and running, and he's got his studio up and running, he just emailed me his file. I plugged it into my rig and then I laid down tracks to it and sent it back to him for like some litmus tests, ideas to see, you know, what's happening. So that, that's pretty cool. Starting to get it really into the recording uh, portion of the studio now. And I have the, the kit behind me is now mic'd up the Gretsch kit. So I just got sounds on that. So it's been a busy couple of weeks with, uh, with music wise, you know, my boys are both back to you know college and both back in school. Right. So um, I got some time now. It's good. Yeah. Um, so there's there are actually normal things going on outside of this craziness, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, we've had crazy weather, like uh, you know, boring your stuff. But like all summer, you know, it's been so rainy 
But we had these microbursts where we were getting like, you know, six, eight inches of rain in like 45 minutes to an hour. And then it, then the sun would come back out again. And right. just that, that much rain in that short of a time was just, you know, devastating. It washes out stuff, erodes things away, flash floods, you know. I mean, it was coming down like you can't even see in front of you. Like you can't even drive. I had to dump the water in my pool three times the, uh, last week from the rain while right. it was raining out. You know, I had to go outside and basically put the hose in it and, and dump water because of so let's see. So three times. Yeah, I dumped about nine or 10 inches of water out of the pool over the course of the day. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's been weird weather for sure. But yeah, there's some normalcy going on up here too. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, but in, 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 interesting thing with all the gigs though, is they're either afternoon, you know, like, you know, three to seven, some places two to five, um, you know, like I said, any place that's at night, it's like by 11 o'clock, you're done. So 8 to 11. So it's only right. three or four hour gigs at, at a clip that we've been doing. Right. And you're doing still like private gigs usually, right? No, we're, do, we're doing uh, we're, uh, primarily bar gigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, what's pu- – Public venues. So what's the protocol now? Is it is it uh, people have to show – that they got uh, the vaccine or a negative COVID test or are people just coming in? People just coming in. Wow. Are people wearing masks or not? Outdoor venues. So hard to say. I haven't played any indoor ones okay. yet. It's all outdoor stuff. So social distancing, no masks, um, but big open areas, you know, so plenty of room for people to, to gather. Okay. You know, and be able to stay spaced out. No, no closed quarters or tight indoor gigs. I haven't played any of those yet. All but right. I'm sure, you know, in the next couple of months, it's going to it's gonna come back into that when the weather gets too cold. And then we'll see, you know, what, what the mandates are at that time. Well, it's it, it kind of depends on how COVID goes, too. Because, yeah. I mean, the last month or so, it's been spiking in yeah, the south. Yeah, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida. And they just started before the storm, like the week before, where um, – uh, Bourbon Street on the and the clubs, people had to show proof of vaccine or negative COVID test at the door, and it was just the one weekend before the storm that they started that. And uh, really, doing, yeah, and I, I just heard about it because I haven't worked in a while, but um, they were doing it. They said the door, and people had to have a mask. But the thing is, uh, once people got inside, they're drinking; they could take their mask off. So the whole mask. Yeah, so what's the sense, right? It's it's weird, but so they did start enacting that in in on Bourbon Street with the the, the vaccine thing. Um, so I imagine when things get back, I mean, who the frick knows? I mean, this this city is upside down now. That city, I'm not even there. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I think the rest of this year is going to be a little touch and go on, on everything, you know depending on what COVID does and, you know, what the weather continues to do and, and, you know, people's, like you said, now, you know, where people would, like you had said, you know, been going out and spending money and enjoying themselves and having a good time. Now they're worrying about putting their, their houses back together and their lives back together again, you know? So I think it's going to have an impact on people too, not, not going out as much, you know, or being as as jovial moods to do things because they're going to be scrambling to get the necessities that they need to live. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long it takes to you know? 
And, but I mean, it's still freaking hurricane season for another two months. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's, it's yeah. you don't know what the weather's going to bring over, you know, between now and November. Right. So I don't think we, we can't, we can't afford to take another hit. I mean, you know, another, another cat, even like a cat three. Yeah. It's New Orleans. It's over Johnny. <laughs> It's, I mean, the, the big transmission tower, the one that feeds most of the city of New Orleans, fell into the Mississippi River. I saw a thing on the news where the wind was blowing so hard that it actually stopped the flow of the Mississippi River and was blowing boats back upstream against the current. Actually yeah. changed the direction of the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, that's uh, Powerful that's, stuff, man. Mother Nature is not nothing to fool around with. That's right. It's no joke. Um, and it, you would think, I mean, a lot of people that would that have lived in New Orleans would know better um, than to, to stay. A, a lot of people. But I wonder what impact it does have, like you said, on Bourbon Street, like, say, in particular. You know, I saw buildings that were damaged. There was roofs ripped off. There was all kinds of plywood, you know, boarding up uh, a bunch of different, you know, restaurants. And it'd be interesting to see in the coming weeks, like I said, three weeks with no power, potentially, you know, it's gonna, uh, it's going to be a tough road. Yeah. Yeah. Bourbon street itself is probably fine. It's, I mean, there might be some minor cosmetic damage, but other than that, yeah, it doesn't flood there. Right. No. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was watching that they were on the weather channel. They were there in the French quarter and even on bourbon street and they, they were there alive and there was no significant water damage there so gotcha so i mean bourbon street itself will be fine it's just a a matter of everything up and running and tourism coming back but we are going into the season where it tourism is usually better you know october september football season you know when when the uh, saints games start um and then halloween is a big time for uh for new for tourism in new orleans and then, of course, you know, going over into the next year is Mardi Gras. And and so the whole COVID thing is going to be a big player in this and uh, recovery from this storm. And it's affecting so many musicians' lives. I mean, hundreds and maybe thousands of musicians' lives. So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so psyched that Rich gave me that idea now to, to do a benefit because yeah, that's going to be great. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, do a benefit for – Maybe for musicians or for, I don't know, just for New Orleans itself, but have, because I know that people I'll call, there's tons of musicians I can call that would be like, yep, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so, yeah, so when we get that together, I'm going to start getting that together like immediately. Um, like, it's like as soon as we're done with this, I know who I want to call first to talk to about this. Um, but we can make this happen. Excellent. So now you have something to do for the next couple of months until it starts to get picking back up and bands are playing. You'll be ready to go when the time comes. Yeah. I mean, I really need to start being able to breathe normally again, too. Like, so I can. Yeah, uh, that'll come in time, though. It'll come. I hope so, man. It feels like. I mean, when did I leave the hospital? Like, I don't remember. It was uh, like August. The first week of August, the end of the first week of August. So I've been on on the oxygen at home for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, 
but I thought they said there were like two or three weeks you'll have to be on, on oxygen, and it's still not. I try, like I, I take it out and I do something, and I have my little meter here. Yeah, your pulse ox, right? My, yeah, my finger meter, um, pulse ox, um, and uh, I check, and it still drops. You know, O2 level drops pretty quickly, um, so it's kind of depressing. Like, because I want to just be able to not be tethered to this thing and just be able to do normal things. Like, if 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 I didn't need the oxygen right now, I'd go east and go to the beaches and just go freaking hang out on the beach for two weeks. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm getting like a little spotty uh, internet here. Yeah, I see you a little jittery. Mm. Well, listen, you can still head east for for a couple of days and take some tanks with you. I don't have that much. I have a tank and a half left. Mm. That's it. And you can't plug the, the thing into the cigarette lighter in your car? There's no adapter for that to, like, drive around and have oxygen? Mm-hmm. Mm. Unless somebody knows a way to There you that. go. Now, that's it. You got to get in touch with the guy that sent you the free uh, phone tablet holder for your mic stand and right. see if and see if they have any type of things like that. He never sent it to me, so I yeah, don't know. I know. <laughs> That's a good up. idea, though. I, there's got to be a way to do that. So things that you normally there has put to be. in, of course, put into your uh, make adapters for everything, dude. Just Google. I don't Alexa. have a Alexa. I don't have a cigarette lighter in my car. See now, if you, the newer cars have an actual plug in them, like you can actually plug stuff in. Well, I have the USB thing. No, no, I mean a plug, plug like a regular 120 volt. You know, you can't plug in like a microwave into it, but you can plug in like. <laughs> You know, like a laptop or a charger or, you know, something that needs power, not USB power, but actual, you know, 120 volt power. If you had that, you could drive around and have endless oxygen. You can go on tour if you wanted to. Right. But I still couldn't take it on the beach. No, you couldn't. But you could take a tank on the beach for two hours. Take a tank on the beach. And what I had to do, what did my drive here from New Orleans to Mobile is normally about two hours. It took me eight eight hours. Is that because of traffic? Because everyone was trying to leave. Yeah, wow. it was traffic. Everybody's leaving. So what so, I had to do, I had to conserve. So I would take like, I would have this on, take some big deep breaths with oxygen, and then turn it off. And um, I had to do that the entire trip. And the thing is, like, when I'm at rest, when I'm just sitting, I don't really need it. Like my my oxygen level stays pretty good. It's when I get up and I start doing things. So even right. like sitting here doing this i don't really need it i just like i like it it makes me feel, <laughs> it makes me feel I just like it i don't need it i just like it yeah but driving i know what you're saying like if you're in the car you wouldn't necessarily have to keep pumping yourself up because you could turn it off and you're just sitting there driving so it right be like you're doing anything strenuous right so yeah the higher my heart rate the lower my o2 level let's just start jamming out to some tunes and you started getting all crazy you know then maybe, right, right yeah i had to really keep myself from doing that yeah during the trip i've seen so, some people on the road that are are in their cars with reckless abandon at, at, like they're at a club <laughs> really oh yeah i i saw a girl on turnpike the other day and she was like going like you know as she's driving she got it on cruise control and she was singing <laughs> along and dancing in the car and she's having a great old time there cranking cranking the I love, do, do you play drums on your on your uh no i do not you don't? No, I don't typically do that, no. I definitely do. How could you know you're a drummer? I, I, I play it in my mind. 
but you don't hit the, the the snare on the middle of the the, the steering wheel. No, sometimes I might, but I, but typically not. Ah, uh, that was one of the first things I checked when I went to buy this car to like, see if the steering wheel was all packed up. Snare, does it have a good snare sound on the steering wheel? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely do it. You know, like I've seen those memes too, where where you know they have the steering wheel. To show you where, where each each part of the drum set is. Yes, yes. I've also seen it where the, the someone has played on their dashboard or the center distribution with sticks in traffic and totally destroyed the uh, the a physical appearance of the the interior of the car. You would think so. It's not designed. Yeah, no, definitely not. Pete, there, somebody has made though a thing where you can um, put. It's it's like a. a you put it around your steering wheel and it plugs into something that connects to your car and it makes the drum sounds. Oh, so you can really so jam you, while you're driving. Yeah. So like it's, a, it's an electronic thing that it's, it, you know, like the, the, the ride symbols here, the snares here, the, you know, whatever. And that it makes the sound out of your, out of your stereo. I forget what it's called, but I've seen it. I got to check it out. Charlie, look up uh steering wheel thing that Steve's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> steering wheel thing. He, yeah, he, he's on it. We'll figure if it out. You just, if you just Google steering wheel thing, yeah. steering wheel thing, I think I'll find it. Steering I, wheel drum. That there's drum, drum there's people watching here, but everybody's quiet. Um, people left now. There's not a lot of people watching. But everybody's nobody's quiet. saying anything. No. The last, comment, the last comment we got was from Grote, and he said, so good. So good. Which is a nice last comment. That is right. So good. And Rich St. But nobody's saying anything. Well, maybe people don't have a lot to say, Steve. Maybe they're trying to, you know, better themselves and, and take a new path of enlightenment. And they're learning how to listen intently, you know, without, without – they're listening to understand, not listening to respond. Are we Swat, providing it? Are we providing? It's the wisdom hour. It is the wisdom hour, Steve. We are, we are imparting wisdom. You're not supposed to be talking over it. You're supposed to be listening. Are we talking, got, did you talk in school all the time when your teacher was trying to teach you stuff? No, I don't think. Well, probably, but, you know. That's a good point. But are we imparting wisdom? Are we bringing enlightenment? Are we? I think the past 35 seconds when I was just talking about was. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I think, we, I think people are now well-informed about the severity of the storm, the damages, your plans on making uh, a benefit fundraiser live stream. Um, so, yeah, I think we're, you know, we, I wouldn't say we've, our work is done here for this evening, but I think we're doing good work. Okay. Um, man, about I, hope, that? I hope I can get that together quickly. Um, some by sometime in October. I, would like I was going to say, you probably got a, a good month and a half, you know, Right. Until they're going to be up full scale running to where you could bomb in there and, and, and get, you know, because you got to figure out who you're going to get to play, right? Are you, are you going to do... That's the easy part. You know, no, but I'm saying, but the format of how you're going to do it. You know, are you going to go club to club to club to club to club and do no, like, no, no. you know, a bunch of... Are you going to have a benefit with all different bands at the same place? All different bands at the same place, but have it be live streamed. So... So I'm going to sell tickets online to, to the Cover Band Central audience and anybody else who wants to contribute to this. And that way we have a bit better chance of raising more revenue for, for that. Sure. Um, as opposed to having a local show. Um, 
I mean, no, I, no I thought you were going to pitch it to say, okay, here's 10 bands and you know, you're going to get, you know, 20 minutes of each band. And you were just going to go from club to club to club and film those bands playing at each, at the, each of their venues. Live, live. Like you're walking down the street, like I'm on my way to the famous door right now. We're going to see Tony B and the, and the Bombers and, and special guest Steve Witchell. And, and we're, you know, we're, gonna, we're rolling in right now. And here we go. And we come in and the, the first song they're playing is blah, blah, blah. And they're already up on the stage. And you go in, you're filming them and you're like on them and you do your whole live stream thing. And then after like 20 minutes, you, you, you bail out of there. And then you're like, now I'm heading down to the swamp. I'm going to see blah, blah, blah's band. And they're going to you know, be playing this set and blah, blah, blah. And this is what they do. And as you're walking there, you're kind of, Explaining what you know, what what the band is, and how you know them, and what genre of music they play, and you know, and then walk into the club, and then they're playing, and you got them on there for twenty minutes, and then you're on to the next one. Yeah, that's not a bad idea to do something like that. Um, I I prefer the the one location where everybody uh, bands come in because this way we can use uh, like a, a multi camera shoot. Yeah, and get get the sound good, you know, like get the sound killer. Um, and make it worth people's while to pay, you know, 10 bucks or whatever, you know, to, to watch it and yeah. get a lot of quality entertainment. I think I could probably get some big names too, actually. Some, some big New Orleans famous yeah, yeah. New Orleans names. Um, Cause I know I have a friend at Brandon um, who um, he's a trumpet player and I met him. He's from California, young guy and moved here. Shortly after I did, and uh, he was uh, living at the same house. Like we were kind of roommates for a little while, and he just came and he was busking at first, just going out and on the street and meeting people and yeah. playing for tips, and then worked his way up to where he now has played with the uh, Preservation Hall Band, which is the the jazz band of New Orleans. Um, they play on you know, a jazz fest, they play on TV shows and stuff. So he worked his way up relatively quickly. So I know him, so I could call him and say, Hey man, we're doing this benefit. Can you get the preservation hall band here to come? Right. Right. And so that's a great selling point for, for selling tickets for this. Like, yeah, we got the new Orleans jazz for preservation hall band. Plus, you know, you know, I could get 20 different artists to come and yeah. do this and, and that's worth you know 10 bucks 20 bucks maybe even and we could raise a shit ton of money um for that so i'm i'm really super excited about that um idea because see steve that's what the wisdom hour is all about rich daly comes up with one idea rich about Puntillo. something else which what rich Pontillo. what'd you say rich daly yeah so rp rich Pontello comes up with this idea for something, you know, r- about donating the money. And then it gets you thinking about that. And then you start talking about it. And now you're going to start to manifest this thing and you're going to bring it into existence where at the beginning of the show, it didn't exist. Right. I love the wisdom hour. It's huge. It's what it's all about. Take an idea, talk about it, develop it, get some momentum behind it. Give it a little push. It starts snowballing. You keep the pressure on it. You keep thinking about it. Keep talking about it. Keep doing what you can do on it. While other ideas are coming in too, because I'm sure once you start down the path of this, you know, uh, endeavor, 
you're going to find other opportunities that are going to come as a result of that because, you know, that's how it works, right? As soon as you open that floodgate and you start down that path following that that vision, there's going to be other things along the way that are going to interject in, you know, into your path that are going to then, you know, give you other offshoots to do other things with. And it's right. just, keep, just keeps going. Yeah. I mean, because that's something I've been wanting to do anyway is do the live show, live stream show selling tickets on Facebook with New Orleans musicians. So, yeah. Well, maybe uh, maybe that'll kick it off and, and we'll start a whole series from that. Yeah, because we talked about it a while ago about doing a house party thing during COVID. Then you had another guy that was on board to maybe do a film thing to, right. uh, you know, record a band and do the, do the live stream. Like you said, 10 bands, 10 bucks or something like that. Um, right. But it didn't happen. So it's not, you know, the idea has been bouncing around. But now is like a real solid opportunity to, to enlist some some heavy players to, to help you in this this. uh effort you know yes yes this is uh for a real good cause yeah that everybody knows about yeah and like i said then it becomes a launching board for a cover band central series of these things you know and that's the first one and then now you know based off the 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 popularity and success of the benefit show we're now doing these other shows you know right right a lot of people watching come coming in and out it's interesting watching this number how it jumps around so people Nobody, yeah, they jump uh, in, jump out, yeah, get a little in. wisdom, but, go out and spread John, it. But John said it's a great idea. Thank you, John. And uh, I, I mean, once I have this in place, I'm not going to shut up about it. So everybody on Curve Central will know about it. Um, <laughs> That's episode 148 was the impetus of your the next conversation to happen for the next 12 weeks. All right, your 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 audio is very choppy now. I didn't hear what you said. Well, that must be because you have a problem on your end, buddy. You got no Ethernet. Yeah, now you're freezing. Ah, not me. It's, it's probably you, my internet because I'm in a hotel here, so the internet is chopping out. Bobby, overnight Steve, a hotspot, like a MiFi, <laughs> one of the extra ones we got in the drawer. Thanks. He's gonna hook you up. The drawer. Yeah, he's gonna, get, he's gonna grab you a MiFi hotspot out of the drawer, and then um, Charlie's working on the other thing for the oxygen uh, plug. Okay, good, good. They're on it. My team's on it, Steve. They work yes. tirelessly. Yes, all week for this one hour of wisdom. Right. Excellent. Yes. Um, but definitely, my heart goes out to all my uh, friends and and musical family in in new orleans um i i have a good the, my biggest problem is i ordered uh uh some food yesterday from one of the local restaurants and one of the things i ordered was uh, hamburger sliders and it's supposed to come with mustard and pickles and didn't come with any mustard any mustard or any pickles it just came plain burger plain burgers no ketchup no nothing that's rough yeah so that's my biggest problem you got problems, man. No, I don't. You got to keep things in perspective. So, exactly. I mean, I was annoyed about it, but then I'm like, <laughs> my <laughs> friends don't have air conditioning or, or running water right now. My friend doesn't have a roof on his house. I think I can deal without the pickle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My friends, uh, uh, I mean, I don't have a, actually any friends that I know of that lost their homes or anything. I know they're all dealing with shitty circumstances like it's really hot and there's no air conditioning yeah yeah uh, but, but there are people out there that did lose probably everything because I, I saw on the news people saying that their whole house was gone 
you know, the one girl was saying she was not evacuating. She'd never evacuated. She lived here her whole life and the roof blew off her house. And then the wall subsequently fell down. She thought she was going to die and she was lucky to have lived through it. And she said, I'll never stay through another hurricane again. When they say the hurricane's coming, I'm evacuating. Right. You know, and I'll come back later. Right. You know, but resilience, dude, big resilience down there. They interviewed a lot of people saying like, you know, one guy lived through Katrina, lost everything, rebuilt it all. Now just lost almost everything again. They were telling him like, you know, how many times is this going to happen until you just decide to pack it up and move out of here? And he's like, never, man, like born and raised here, Louisiana strong, like not going anywhere. I'm, I'm going to rebuild again and, and whatever comes, comes. That's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seeing some, can you imagine, can you imagine, dude, like your home, your roof, yeah. just your entire roof gets ripped off? Yeah. And now your house is getting flooded inside from pouring rain and shit's falling apart. And then when after the aftermath is done and you knock your house down and you rebuild another one and then, you know, 15 years later, it happens again. Right. And, and worse, worse sometimes. Yeah. Some of these people, worse, it's been worse than Katrina for some of these people. Um. Yeah, like you said, depending where where you live, there are spots that are worse, no doubt. Yeah, it really is going to be interesting when I go back, whenever that is, just to see what I'm going back to, because yeah. it's it's certainly possible that my apartment got flooded. I mean, it's not. It probably didn't get flooded like, you know, feet up, but it's certainly possible that water got in there, and I made sure before I left. Fortunately, I had a whole day to prepare, like like that the Friday before I left. Because it was right. like Thursday was the day I was like, I definitely I'm going to need to leave. And then I had all day Friday to prepare. So, you know, I packed. Um, I made sure I, I had like a plan for the perishables. And then anything that I felt like could get damaged by water, I made sure I elevated it um, at least like a foot or two feet up. So that was like, good thinking. Yeah. So like, you, you know, put, you put your 17 Alexa speakers in, in the cabinet, nice <laughs> and safe and sound. They are, they're all were already elevated. So, okay, good. Um, but things like, uh, my amp, you know, like I had amps. Yeah. Right. Um, bases, instruments. Yeah. Any instruments. Um, I had like video games that were on the floor, um, video game consoles. Yeah. Um, um, what else? Uh, computer, maybe towers or something. No, no computer, like a printer uh, though I had on the, on the floor. Um, but w- whatever it was, I made sure I was, you know, went around the whole apartment like, all right. Cause there's not much there that I, they can't be replaced anyway. Um, so I feel like no matter what I go back to, it'll be okay. Like photographs. That's really the major thing is that can that can never be replaced. So anything else can be replaced. So uh, absolutely, but, it, but it, it's going to be interesting that drive back and um, so. yeah, maybe you come back to you know no damage whatsoever. Power goes back on and you're 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 up and running. Certainly possible, you know. But yeah. you do live by the levee, right? You do live by some kind of water, so. I live by the intercoastal waterway, and there's a levee there, but it's kind of on the other side of where my apartment is. Um, so even if the levee, even if that water came above the levee and came down, it still wouldn't really run into my apartment. Um, 
It shouldn't, at least. But that water would have to be extremely high from there. I suppose it's possible based on what I saw on yeah from the storm on TV, but. But I think that you also your complex would have texted you something, being like, "Hey, we got three feet of water through the units." Blah blah blah. You know, I don't. I don't think it is going to be devastated. I don't know. The fact that I haven't heard anything from the apartment complex is a little scary. Like nothing, because generally they would say, "Like, all right, you know, everybody just relax. We're assessing stuff, and we'll let you know when we know anything." But no, nothing. But, of course, they they don't have any power either. Yeah, right. So what are they going to do? How are they going to – I don't know. Well, they have cell phones, so they could at least text people and let them know what the status is, right? I guess, yeah. It's only been – you know, what is today? Wednesday, it, it hit on Saturday, so it's only been you – know, It's five days, days. Four days. Yeah. Five days. Four days. Five days. <laughs> Two, two, two days, three days, four days, five days. Tomorrow will be five days. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's going to take a while for the water to recede as well, you know, to go down and just for the flood waters to recede, you know? Yeah, well, it depends where. Yeah, because the water was – we had already had a lot of rain, like more rain than usual. Yeah, the ground was already saturated. Same thing here. You know, they said a lot of trees went down, you know? Saturated. No yawning during the wisdom hour. There. Sorry. Sorry. I know you're tired. Bobby, no yawning. Did you work in Philly today? No, I actually went to the office today for the first time in six months. Wow. It's, it's a good thing because Ida's up there pouring down rain right now on you guys. Yes, it is. And there's been tornadoes. But, but actually, my job down in Philly, I think, is not getting hit that bad with the rain because it's more north, like where we are. It's got some sketch, sketchy weather, but... We'll see. Was, Over, overnight's supposed to be – listen, originally it was supposed to be like rain all day today, tonight, all day tomorrow into Friday. Now they're saying like by 5 a.m. it's out of here. Yeah. I was watching the Weather Channel before, and they were like tornado watches all around that Philly area. Oh, and yeah, it, and even up was, here, there's tornado watch uh, in West Milford, right one town over from me until 11 o'clock tonight. Yes. Um, fun stuff. Yeah. Great to, great to live on planet Earth where there's uh, – Hurricanes and wildfires, the craziness. Keep, keep your life exciting. There, the uh, uh, Lake Tahoe, 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 Tahoe <laughs> South Lake Tahoe area is Lake Tahoe with the with the wildfires. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah, oh my goodness, planet Earth, crazy, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. No wonder, no wonder people want to move to Mars. There's no, there's no snowstorms there. Yeah, no. Who knows what kind of weather you're going to get up there? No hurricanes up there. No, nothing. nothing. You got no, no weather. You also have no water. But <laughs> Who needs water? And you don't have, you know, tacos and... Um, Cheeseburger sliders without ketchup and pickles. <laughs> and cool bands to listen to. That's right. They don't have more. Live stream benefit shows. and Right. Cool Although that stuff. might happen. Like, the very first live stream from Mars... Yeah. Coming to you live from CBC, from Mars. <laughs> and you'd be the like, train. It, 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 see, we, yeah. not, Mars. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. So, it, our, next, our, ne- our next band. Yeah. 
I didn't hear that. It completely froze on me. Yeah, that's what I, that was, I was. I was imitating you doing a live broadcast from Mars. I wasn't really frozen. I was pretending to be. Oh, no, it's good. You're good. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at that. See? So yeah. if, if, if the show's ever going poorly and I want to get off, I'll just be like, hey, Steve. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll just I'll just I'll just check out I'll, I'll just disconnect real quick and be like, oh dude, something ha- I lost power. Sorry. I'm That's out. great. Love it. All, all right. kinds of tricks, all kinds of tricks, Steve. Yeah, it's good. All right, thanks everybody for watching. Whether you're watching live yeah. or watching on the replay, we appreciate you. Um, there's 147 episodes that uh, came before this. If you want to catch up on those, they're available on our YouTube channel. Uh, the video ones are anyway. And make sure you subscribe. The link is in the description. And uh, the rest of them are on Spreaker or on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you don't have power, go on your phone and find us. Yes, right. Um, You can still donate to the GoFundMe or um, throw some money in the tip jar to help me and my woes. (laughs) The links are in the description (laughs) for that. You and your hoes? What's going on over there? My woes. Um, after having COVID and surviving a hurricane. Um, and uh, what else? CarbonCentral.com. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It is free. And uh, why are you laughing? I don't know. CarbonCentral.com. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Carbon Central. And if Got you have on. any uh, questions or complaints or suggestions, Steve at CarbonCentral.com. All right. Uh, hopefully no no major bad things that will happen over the next week. Let's hope but we'll not. be back. We'll be back next week to share good things and wisdom and enlightenment and <laughs> and good, great things, all good things. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.